Hey Blockheads, this is DJ AK from NK Airplay Radio. And if you love what the My So-Called Whatever podcast crew is doing, check us out too. NK Airplay is an online radio station playing all your favorite hits from the 80s and 90s, especially the ones from those boys in the band, New Kids on the Block. Listen to artists like Boys to Men, Debbie Gibson, Tiffany, boy bands, girl bands, and many more. We play artists that are associated with or who inspired the new kids on the block, plus some of the artists that inspired us while we were growing up. Check us out on social media at NK Airplay Radio. And download the Live 365 app for your iPhone or Android phone and listen today. Friends forever, that's what we are. Through the thick and the thin, we're friendship stars. We're banger main buddies from the days of old. We laugh, cry, and hug, friendship's all in gold. My soccer, whatever started a year ago, we share our stories and your stories were told. 80s, 90s memories that give us glee. And on the block party shows, NKOTB. Now our friendship circle has grown by far. Hashtag friends forever, that's what we all are. Boom. And if you don't know, now you know. My soul called whatever for life. Hashtag MSCW Hashtag Friends Forever Yeah Uh, 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 uh Yeah Hey Brock Hey Nikki, how's What's it going? What's going on? Um, not much no, Oh, not much I mean, I mean it's, it's I kind mean, of an exciting It's kind of an exciting night Slash day whenever people might be listening to this I mean, come on now What kind of life do we lead? Like this is is this real life? Is this real life? Did we really just talk to Jeff Timmons from 98 yeah, degrees? We did. And we're doing the intro now after talking to him. That's so. correct. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that. So that's that. We um have a very special guest for you. Obviously, it's Jeff Timmons. <laughs> right. From 98 degrees. Right, right, right. And, and he was so gracious and just yeah an amazing guest he was perfect totally cool yeah totally cool loved having him hope to have him again but you'll listen to it and you'll hear it you'll you'll hear how cool he is you will you absolutely will Um, down to earth and you know afterwards you'll get what this means but um go listen to the hardest thing on repeat just saying why not just just put it on repeat and go or invisible man you know right before you go to sleep put it on repeat and go on aol you guys will understand what we're saying. You might not now. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. That's okay. But after you listen to this episode, you will. That is the truth. So should we start the episode for them? Here it is. Here it is. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. This is Brooke. This is Nikki. And I'm Jeff from 98 Degrees. Yay! And this is my so-called whatever. Hey guys! Hey, we are special so, guest. We are so so excited oh to have well, Jeff here. I, I, I'm not a new kid, so I, I know that uh, I know that I'm down on the totem pole. I, oh I mean, no no I don't no know no! no. Follow, follow after that, but nonetheless, appreciative here that I, that I'm in the mix today with you guys. So thank you, <laughs> I appreciate it. No, we we're, we're very excited. Great, we have a great, great appreciation for all boy bands, yes, and man bands, and 
everything that you are and have been and will be in the future. We are so, so excited to have you here. And I love that we can see your tattoo. <laughs> yeah, well, I know, love for it. Many years, for many years after, you know, there was a time when our, our time frame, so the new kids are sort of like a generation before us, right? And then our time frame was in the late 90s to early 2000s. And then, you know, radio decided, they made a conscious effort. They're like, no more boy bands, no more of this pop stuff. We're sick of it. And then our fans started to grow up a little bit. And there was a time when I was, you know, afraid to show my tattoo. I was a, a little bit embarrassed by it and, and out in public would get ridiculed about it. So I had it covered up and my, I met my wife many years later, who is, you know, proudly a new kids fan. She didn't, when I met her, she had no idea uh, who I was or what group I was in, which I kind of liked. Uh, but as we were get, progressing in our relationship, her whole thing was like, you need to show that tat. You need to be proud of, you know, 98 degrees and all the things and the success that you were able to accomplish. And I'm like, yeah, you know, we did create the group. We did have a ton of success. It is a, something that we started from scratch that not a lot of people get to do or get to, you know, experience in their lives. I should be proud of it. She's right. So, you know, it's funny how you sometimes get in your own head about stuff like that. But nonetheless, bam, there it is. There's I the love tat, it. So. I love it. I love it so, so much. And I just, you mentioned your wife and we saw that you actually met her at a Jordan Knight event. It was Jordan Idol, right? It was Jordan Idol and Jordan and I used to be really close. We're not as much anymore because he's back with his group and, you know, we don't see each other as much and his, his life's a lot different now than it was back then. But, you know, we were all kind of just doing this, these little club tours together. It was myself and, and him and one of the guys from O-Town and, uh, you know, Brian Abrams would occasionally join us. But, you know, uh, we, had, we had done this little club tour and theater tour and all that stuff together. And he called me up and he was like, look, you know, would you come be a judge for Jordan Idol? And I was going through a divorce at that time. And, and so I, you know, I was sharing custody of my kids. And so I had my kids during the day that day and I had to teach them, do their homework with them and all that. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it, man. And he was like, come on, I need you. I need you to do it. So I was like, all right, look, I can drive in. I lived in Orange County and this was in LA. And I was like, I can drive in for a couple hours. I can hang out with you for a little bit, but I can't stay that long. So I drove up there and, and you know, he was doing his meet and greet thing. And, and she was there, she had a table with some of her friends and I walked, I thought she was kind of cute. So I was like, all right, let me go over and talk to her, try to chat her up. So I was trying to be all smooth and cool. And she was like ignoring me. I was like, oh, okay, wow, this is playing hard to get. And, uh, and, and she was a real wise ass when I was talking to her. She was, <laughs> she was really, I'm like, wow, this one's really a, a, a feisty one, right? And, and um, one of her friends was like, you know, don't you know who that guy is? And she's like, no. She's like, you know, that's one of the guys from 98 Degrees. And she's like, what do you want, a cookie? I don't care. You know, I mean, she really didn't care about <laughs> it, which wasn't what I had been used to. I'm used to have been in the group. And so it was easier to meet girls because we were somewhat famous. And, and so that was never never an issue because, you know, we were a popular group. But with her, I found it interesting and that it was a challenge. But I almost didn't go to that. So just think about how much different my, my life would be right now had I not gone. I mean, I, I thought at the very last minute I'd go, I spent a very little bit of time there and I left and she followed me out. She'll, she'll never say that that's what happened, but she followed <laughs> me out. And she was like, where are you going? And I was like, I gotta go teach my kids spelling. I gotta go home and, and work with them uh, on their homework. And then she was, we exchanged at that time, Twitter was the deal. So that's how, how you know, it was a safe way to, to have exchanges. And then she, she makes the comment, 
that I followed her like instantly as soon as I, <laughs> uh, but, but that story is up for debate, but that's how we met. And that was a long winded way to talk about it, but yeah. And, and I'm happy, very happy that that happened. I'm very, very blessed that I made that decision to go to that, I think, because it changed my life forever. That's oh, amazing. I love, I love it. it. I'm so glad you went. Yes. Me too. <laughs> yeah, beautiful family. My life is different. She changed my life. She was a big support system for me. And uh, I just can't imagine what in another dimension, what would have happened had I not gone to that. So that's, that's how, you know, sometimes the, like one, one thing, one decision uh, can, can make such a big impact on your life. Oh, for sure. It's amazing. Yeah. And she's a new kids know. fan, so yes, we yeah, love her. Yeah. We love her already. We love her already. I mean, look, we were on the road with the new kids, and she was more interested in watching them than us. But you know, can't, can't have everything. So <laughs> that's funny. Oh my gosh. So we're kind of interested just to hear about how ninety-eight degrees came to be. Well, you know, look, I mean, it, it's it's out there, but, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy to talk about it. We weren't one of those groups that were assembled. And, and you know, there are a lot of those out there and they're all talented guys. So I, I, I don't look thumb my nose at that and look down upon those types of groups. Um, but we put ourselves together. I was started the group in, in college with some other guys um, at a party. And, you know, was try, again, always about girls, always trying to impress girls. Uh, <laughs> we thought we were great. We impressed the girls. We, we went back... Uh, to our dorms or we lived, they lived in an apartment. I was, I was squatting uh, it, it with them. It was some guys I knew from high school. And I'm like, why don't we start a group? And they were like, what? A real group? And I'm like, yeah, I kind of had some background in choir. And we started to get, gain a little momentum locally, decided to make that drive to LA because there was no social media. You had to go to LA or New York or Nashville to make it. Went to LA, um, started, you know, singing acapella every place and started getting the attention of some people in Los Angeles, like producers and record labels. And, and ultimately the guys I originally started the group with, they got nervous. I'm from a really small town in Ohio. They kind of, it was getting real, too real, too fast for them. Mm. And they kind of went home and never came back. They, and so I decided to stay in LA. I was, I was hell bent on making sure that this happened. It was too much reinforcement and too much energy that felt good. And it seemed like it, de- it was destined to happen for me. That's the, that's where it seemed to me. I could could be insanity. Some would say, you know, <laughs> it's crazy. But I, I started trying to find other guys. And you'd think in LA I would be able to find more guys. But it was actually a guy, another guy from Ohio uh, that introduced me to Nick via a tape, like an audio tape, you know, a cassette tape. Yeah. Like, you guys are your kids. Fans. Oh, yeah. You oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I listened to Nick's voice. Uh, he was singing in a local uh, bar band in Cincinnati with his friend Justin and I thought it was incredible and called him up and talked him into coming to LA without even seeing what he looked like, you know? So he came out there, I was like, his voice, that's what I need. And sure enough, he came out and brought Justin out and eventually his brother joined and we we were we were heavily influenced by Boys to Men, that's no secret. We went to their concert, wanted to get backstage and get discovered like they did. We were able to get backstage and we got discovered, not by them, but a guy that eventually was our manager for a little while and we got signed to Motown just like they were signed to Motown. And then eventually with the new kids, we toured with them. So it's been a real dream for me. I've really, uh, it's been, it's been a blessing and it's, it's sort of cosmic and, you know, uh, a fairy tale for me. And, and so I've enjoyed every minute of it and never take it for granted. Haven't taken it for granted one instance. So I know how fortunate I am throughout the whole process. I, I love the story because like you said, you weren't assembled you no. were the one that started it. And it's, it's really cool that you started off with guys that, you know, are no longer 
part of 98 degrees and it just kind of evolved into this awesome group thank you we've been really fortunate and you know look those guys that that, that kind of left the group I've, I've always been a fan of their talent so i stayed in touch with them and have written songs with them and tried to include them as much in the journey as i can now like they're a different group of guys in 98 degrees and 98 degrees went on to become something completely different but it wasn't in the cards for those guys but nonetheless they're still talented and we write songs every day together believe it that's or not. really so cool i'm still, still wow. maintain a friendship and a working relationship with those guys oh that's awesome that's really cool that because, is awesome. yeah you, you always wonder like you know what what happened you know where what are they doing now but you you kept that relationship with them and you keep doing stuff with them yeah it's been cool we loved the package tour. Yeah. Let me just tell you that we loved the package tour. When I found out that you guys were going to be with them, it was like a dream come true because I've been a fan. I love 98 degrees. I used to play your CD like too much. Well, <laughs> if that's possible, that's <laughs> no. possible. We, so it was like 90, it must've been, it was 99. Yeah, it was 99. It was 99. Um, yeah. We had an apartment together and this is back like not everybody had a computer right but in 99 but (laughs) nikki had a computer in her bedroom so a big old desktop Mm -hmm. and so at night she'd go to bed and listen to the hardest thing on repeat like just over and like i'm telling you all night long every night and i would go in and go on like aol and i would listen to the hardest thing on repeat every night every night every night so anytime i hear that song it brings me back to her bedroom <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in 1999 right oh my god with with yeah. the posters and everything it was i mean i love hearing stories like that and and you know it's interesting to hear that because you know we almost didn't even record that song you know and really that's funny about it. and that, that's probably you know i do is the one that sort of transcended and lived the, the longest because it's a wedding song but hardest thing was really the song that really started prope- propelling us into like that at that time that superstardom so uh it's funny that we you know that was like they wanted us to record one more song and we had a bunch to choose from and that sort of was like yeah you know the lyrics on uh, they're kind of corny and the tracks kind of corny and but you know what we recorded it and everybody was like man that, that might be the best one on there so i love hearing that you guys that it, you know you're not always right as an artist right sometimes other people are right and, and in that case uh you know uh and it turned out to be you know a good thing for us oh yeah i absolutely loved it and i loved invisible man too i did the same thing with that song <laughs> so you know i mean i would play your uh, play the cds like constantly and so i'm very familiar with your music and i never got to see you guys back in the day right um, because it was like 2001, right? You guys kind of took a break. A long break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like a year break. We took a long time. Yeah. So it's 11, 12 years. Yeah. So when you came back and you were going to be with new kids, like I was so excited. <laughs> well, that was an honor for us because I was in junior high when new kids came out, right? I was jealous of those guys. So I, and at that time, it, the, the, the idea I would be in a similar type of group had never occurred to me in a million years. So to be, you know, opening up for those guys and being on the same bill with Boys the Men, who I just completely was like, I want to be a version of, of that group, uh, uh, another vocal group that, you know, stacks harmonies and stuff like that, sings love songs. For us to be kind of bookended by those two legendary acts, I mean, that's, uh, 
that's a true honor for anybody to be a part of. And, and all of us have different fan bases. And we're, we were able to get in front of everybody else's fans and get, gain new fans and all that stuff. So it was a real honor and, and exciting time for us as well. I mean, it was our first time back and what a way to go out on a sold yeah. out arena tour. We each had our own tour bus with our families on it. I had a, my, my kids on with me and, you know, at that time, you know, newborn baby on tour. And, and of course, my wife, who was didn't want to be on my bus, but probably Donnie Wahlberg's bus. McIntyre. <laughs> I have no idea which guy that uh, she really likes because uh, she doesn't she doesn't tell me. But uh, you know, uh, I, I, I it was a fun time. I'm messing around, but it, we had a blast. Maybe we need to get her on the podcast. She's actually texting me now. Yeah. Her ears must be burning. Yeah. (laughs) That sounds like a lot of fun though. That's so good that you got to bring your families. I mean, that's the best of both worlds right there. It it was totally cool. That, uh, that tour introduced me to another song that I also played on repeat, which was microphone. (laughs) Love that song so much. Which I mean, usually I go for the ballads. Like I'm, I'm a ballad type of girl. But that song, let me just tell you, that was. Well, I'm glad you like that. That one was different for for us. That and that it was an up tempo song. And mm-hmm. you know, it's interesting because your fans sort of have a certain idea about you, and so they, you know, especially when it comes to music, they really don't expect you to go outside of your outside of what they expect in your style. That one's a little, you know, it's a little risque. It's got a lot of innuendo in the song. <laughs> yes. I love the song. I, as soon as I heard it, I was like, this is a smash. We got to do it. But it's interesting because it didn't really catch on like we thought. And it wasn't because the song's not good. It's because 98 Degrees is coming back and they're singing a racy, sexy song and it's tempo. And so people didn't embrace it as much, particularly the media and, and radio. But you know, I hear it all the time. Oh my gosh, that's the song. Can you guys do microphone? And because it might not have been as, as a commercial su- success as the others, you know, all the guys are, the group's usually reluctant to perform it, but I feel the same way. I think the song is a smash and it's always fun to get in the, get in the, up on stage and do the routine to that one as well. So I just saw your little girl in the background. Hi. I just need to somehow get her back connected on Roblox. Then we'll be good. <laughs> I know the feeling. It's it's Roblox. It's Roblox for me. It's Fortnite. It's Call yes. of Duty. I mean, they. It's you know a bunch of them. So I get it. Yeah. So sorry about that. It's just. Oh no! Please. It's. I, it's this is the life. <laughs> this is the COVID life right now, right? Yes, it is. So everybody, you know, you do your business at home and with your families, and you know, you which I've really enjoyed because I've been able to venture off and do different things. But I completely get it and understand. How old are your kids now? Oh my gosh! So it goes twenty-two, uh, twenty-one, nineteen, fifteen, and nine. Oh wow! Yeah, ten. Ten. Sorry. That's great. I love it. Yeah, well, we're we're a blended family. So two step kids, two from a previous one together. Brady Bunch. We're like the Brady Bunch. Oh, I love it. That's kids. great. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, three of them are off the school, so that we're just left with the, the uh, you know our fifteen year old boy and nine year old girl. So, um, you know, it's not it's not as crazy as it once was over here, which I do miss it. I I kind of miss the the chaos, and yeah. the loudness, and you know, running around and the fights and the all that stuff. It, you know, it's it's too quiet for me. So. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of COVID, what kind of things have you done? Like, I know I watched something else where you said you were writing music almost every day. Are you still writing all kinds of music? 
writing, writing all kinds of music, but, and look, I, I do that anyway, whether it's going to go on something or get placed in the TV show or go for another artist. And certainly I'd love for some of our stuff to get on 98 degrees next project, but I'm always, I have to do music. I usually do it from midnight, one o'clock at night until early in the morning, get a couple hours of sleep, then get up and do all these calls, but developing some television stuff, particularly some unscripted stuff. Uh, been working on a couple of tech platforms, which are really, really interesting. Uh, and they're going to be emerging pretty soon. Next two, three months, I'll be re releasing some press releases about those cool fan engagement types of things with artists. I mean, those are really relevant now, now that COVID's happened, but I think mm -hmm. they'll transcend COVID and still be around afterwards, give yeah. fans and artists more chances to interact like this. It gives artists a chance to monetize their stuff. Uh, without having to pay third parties like labels mm -hmm. and all that other stuff and but also makes it really engaging for fans lots of cool and exciting features with that um that should be done pretty soon working with a couple of com uh, companies overseas in japan on some really interesting emerging things that, that are groundbreaking with technology with artists outside of that um, and you know just developing some tv stuff about the, uh, work on a documentary that's very very interesting about to close the deal with that so just trying to keep busy. So I had all these different irons in the fire, but was so spoiled with 98 degrees going out on the weekends and doing the tours. I'm like, ah, you know, I'll get to those when I, when I can. But COVID, half glass full for me, COVID is, you know, look, it's horrible for uh, uh, anybody that's been sick or, or had a loved one lost and certainly has been devastating to the economy. But I like to look, look at things in a positive light and that it's given me more time, even more time to spend with my family and more time to adventure into some other things creatively and professionally that I probably wouldn't have done had this not happened. So uh, it's a blessing in disguise with regards to those types of things, certainly not making light of how devastating it's been right. and how crippling it's been to a lot of people. But um, I, I, you know, I, I think it's, it's allowed me to focus on some other things. Like you said, it's been devastating, but it's, it's interesting that you were able to make the best out of a bad situation that we have and you're able to do all those things. And I, I try to do that with everything. I mean, I'm not perfect and certainly get down to have the ups and downs like everybody else, especially being a, an artist, uh, you know, you're creative, you, you guys know what it's like being doing, doing this form of entertainment. There are a lot of high highs and low lows, so I'm not immune to any of that stuff, but traditionally... Uh, I like to go and say, all right, that's, uh, let's make some lemonade out of the lemons. And, and that's the way I feel like I've been my whole life. And I've been taught that way from a young age with my parents. It's like you pivot, it, it, no matter how rough it is, try to find the, the silver lining and then, you know, dive into that. So uh, that's what I've been trying to do during this pandemic. Very cool. Thank you so much, by the way, for oh no being oh. so gracious. <laughs> it's a pleasure look anybody who wants to hear me run my mouth i'm, I'm happy that that's a, even exists nowadays so usually it's like i talk to my wife and they go okay well i'll see you later and then uh hey okay. there's my kids hey guys they're going oh hey mom <laughs> so, so i'm happy to get on and, and get to get the attention from oh this from is great I was like, oh my gosh, I, I was fangirling before we got on here and I, I'm still fangirling. So that's why I'm kind of talking in circles and everybody that listens know that that's what I do. I talk in circles. Usually Brooke's <laughs> able to like reel it in, reel it bit. in. You guys both compliment, compliment each other. Well, I can, I can see the, the dynamic. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, how cool that you two both get, have, have gotten to do this uh, together yeah. too. The journey with music and connecting you as well throughout the years. So that's. That's really cool. That's one of the things I really like about, and of course, we love to do the music and perform, but what, we, what, what is also a very big part is, you know, watching our fan base and how they've connected with each other. I mean, that's mm -hmm. a big part, right? 
as right. much as we'd love to think that you came to see us, you came to see each other and hang out with each other as well. So <laughs> that's true. Uh, I, I love that whole part of it and, and that that subculture exists as a result of the music. Yeah. So I know it's, it's kind of soon to be talking about it, but I know you guys were like right in the middle of a tour. So are you guys thinking you'll continue that after COVID? Yeah, absolutely. Fortunately for us, we've got great fans. And so we've been able to, we didn't have to cancel all our dates. Just we they just keep getting moved, right? So mm. we're all on the book still. And, and, and certainly there have been opportunities to add more, but until it's safe for everybody to get back there and comfortable, get back out there and comfortable for everybody to get mm. back out there, we'll just keep moving them. Keep them on the books. We fully intend to go out and, and perform together again as long as we're having fun and as long as people will, will, are out there buying tickets and enjoying the music, we're going to keep doing it. I'm excited. I'm going to try to get, see you guys this time. So fingers crossed. Yeah, let me know. <laughs> this time around, we'll be there. We'll be there. You can meet the other guys and all that good oh stuff. Oh my God. That'd be amazing. I might like faint. So <laughs> <laughs> She might. We'll be, we'll be okay. But- I might have to play the hardest thing on repeat before. So I was just going to say, Nikki was talking about how she was fangirling a little bit before, like while we were, while we were, you know, waiting for you to come on and she was fangirling and, and all that good stuff. But we were also, okay. We were looking at some old pictures yes. from like yes. teen magazines <laughs> I know, I know. And like the photo shoots and Nikki brought up a really good like point or question about these photo shoots because we've never asked anybody about them. Okay. And I think it's really important that we do. Yeah. Fire away. So okay. When you see, look at these magazines, it looks like it looks like you guys were just always behind a camera or in right. front of a camera, I should say. Right constantly like going in for photo shoots or was it more like you went and did like a whole day and you had all these different like clothing changes or not I mean just different shirtless poses yeah (laughs) and then they like sold them out to all the all the teen magazines or it's it's both so we did those marathon days where you do nine million outfits and then the photographer you know, farms them out to all the magazines. We did that and we were always doing separate shoots for separate stuff. And I got to tell you, like, that's my least, I know people love <laughs> looking at themselves in pictures. I hate it. Like, I hate it. I don't like taking pictures. I, the process of it seems like so unnatural. I never liked the way I look in the photos. Some people love it. You know, oh my God, I look amazing. And, and uh, all that stuff, not me. I hate it. But And that's like, if I could do away, unfortunately, you can't. You need to have your image out there. The marketing, unfortunately, is more important than the music, right, to be honest. Uh, so you got to have those out there. You need those assets to help your career move along or draw attention. But if I could do without doing one photo, one more photo shoot uh, in, in my life, I would be so happy. I mean, it was never <laughs> my – and, you know, look, it's, it's with guys and – you know, we're in our 20s and they're having us point and, you know, like we're 12-year-old guys. We're all like our t- we're 22 years old, you know what I mean? Like, right. no, you know, <laughs> you know it's like, we're all looking at each other like, what are we doing? You know, we're from Ohio. Our friends are like in dorm rooms or working at the factory or have jobs at offices right now. Can you imagine if they saw us right now? Boom. Hey, Joe. <laughs> you know, you know lips and everything else. But yeah, I mean, if I could get it, if I could do away with one facet of the business, it would be that one. But unfortunately, you gotta, you gotta look good and make sure that you uh, 
can draw them in with your photos. But yeah, marathon days and regular, you know, shoots too. Yeah, because that one we were looking at, um, I think you and Nick were shirtless and the others were wearing um, this it looks it, like a lot like a fisherman's like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we've got jumpsuits we've got space suits we've got fisherman stuff we've got plaid we have a gigantic balloon pants that look like hammer pants on steroids we've got boots i mean it goes on and on and on we, we have mustard colored suits on i mean it's like who styled these guys yeah what? you did the like old navy commercial where you're like wearing ski gear are these guys singers or are they going to the extreme games Which one right it? <laughs> yeah it's so random some of the styles and stuff like that but you know that was that was what was cool right there. oh yeah so, and we i bought up the magazines so you did you did it right <laughs> we didn't do it right somebody else said wear this Look yeah like this. right this is what you're gonna do right? yeah oh my gosh so your TikTok. Oh, oh. yes. It's it's one zinger after the next, isn't it? Uh, first it's the clothes, and then my <laughs> attempt at doing no, an AJ we love it. challenge. Well, look, I am the worst dancer. I think out of all the boy bands, and especially our group. And so he put this challenge out. I'm not one to shy away from a challenge, but yeah. it was to do the do a dance for. Uh, one of the boy band songs, and and see if you can, you know, the most signature part. And I try to do the 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 deal with the uh, yeah, back, yeah. back, and of course, you know, I I wanted to pick an easy one, but my wife's like, no, you got to show them, you know, do that one. And I was so nervous and frustrated with that Aww. thing. I was practicing it, and so I was like, I was like, you know, you guys go ahead. I'm gonna practice for a couple hours, and I was I had this tutorial. This is how much I got into this thing. This, this is tutorial, amazing. I'm watching it. And I practice it. So I, I practice and I think, I got it. I practice for like an hour and a half. She comes home and I'm like, want to see it? She's like, that's not the right dance. I learned the wrong dance. So I had to go back <laughs> start from scratch, do it again. And it's it's still a terrible attempt at it. You can see, no, I mean, it's I, great. I don't read comments often. And this is why, because they're getting comments from their fan bases, like, give it up. No wonder you guys couldn't dance. Yada, yada, yada. No. But I did give it a shot. And, uh, and I, ch- I, did the, I challenged Donnie Wahlberg and Nick Carter and, and they didn't, uh, and Joey Fatone. And Fatone said he was going to do it, but he hasn't done it yet. So we'll, we'll see. I'm glad. I bet he'll do it. it. I bet he'll do it. That failed attempt at, attempt at dancing, but at least I gave it a shot. You did great. I That's loved right. it. I loved it. When I saw you were on TikTok, I was like, yes. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I need to I need to get my TikTok skills up to up to speed. So and you were a new adapter too, because like a lot of a lot of the other people that we follow, they're not on TikTok. Well, my daughter, my youngest daughter, she insists that I get on 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 with her. So you know, she's the she's sort of the culprit behind that whole deal. Yeah, it's just a really cool way to I think like eventually when like it's more you know, not everybody's using it right yet, um, but it's going to be a really cool way for you to interact with your fans. And you already did that with one of the videos where someone was dancing. Yeah. And, and that was really cool. Yeah, it was, it's fun. You know what? Yeah. You got to keep it light. To me, it's about just having fun. And and look, I like the fans. We always wanted to really connect with our fans. And yeah. and some groups are like, the fans are here, we're here. You know, but for us, it's like, we were, we're a blue collar group and, you know, hopefully folks think we're down to earth. It was really important for us to let the fans know that, you know, we, we appreciate them. And I think TikTok's a really cool vehicle to do that. So I think so too. 
I really liked that video that you, because I just think being that person, if I had done the video, never in a million years, would I think that someone would duet it and then you do, you, you know, that's so cool. Yeah. That's what's cool about it. I thought you did a great job in that dance. Yes. <laughs> yes, you did. Just, just, just saying, I thought it was great for the record. Better than I could do. I don't know about that, but but I appreciate the, <laughs> even if you're lying, thank you. My ego feels a little bit better. And you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That's, That's right. right. That's, there's no doubt about it. Gotta go for it. Gotta go for it. Just to talk about it, um, because it's going on right now, and there was some news that came out today about the Free Britney movement. Mm-hmm. This is... I mean, I, I feel like this is important. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, the Free Britney movement, obviously, it's been in the news a lot. You know, the, the documentary that, that I believe is the, in the New York Times series, mm. Britney, it's made a lot of noise. And, you know, frankly, I mean, you know, those of us in the industry, and it's been in the public for quite some time that Britney Spears has had this conservative ship for way longer than it should have been implemented and enforced and you know it's just it seems like it's illegal you know mm-hmm. frankly and so you know for it to come in come into to light what's been going on with her uh we we toured with britney way back in the beginning she was always really sweet obviously she blew up to the point where she was had you know scrutinized for everything and you know like everybody else has normal breakdowns and uh, but mm-hmm. you know i've always known her to be intelligent and talented and sweet and and well put together uh, and so for some, something like that to happen is egregious. And, and it, like mm-hmm. I said, it's, it's, it's horrific that that's gone on that long. And I, as soon as I saw the documentary, I'm like, it's, so, it's going to be over soon. And sure enough, the timing, I'm sure they planned the timing, right, with the hearing that was on the books. And I couldn't be happier that, you know, things are going to go back into her hands, hopefully. I don't know all the details because it's just emerging news. But uh, I'm thrilled that, you know, Britney's going out there busting her ass in yes. Vegas, making hundreds of millions of dollars for people. Like, but she can't, you know, uh, doesn't doesn't can't control her own life, her own assets, her own future. I just Crazy. thought it was totally ridiculous. And you know, as an artist that has had some of that stuff controlled by you know labels or management companies and agencies, and you know, you just feel like you know if you're out there, and certainly they all have their value of making you be able to have success, but. You know, to have that personally controlled by someone in your family, that's just my opinion about it. I think it's crazy. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. For our listeners, um, that was just, it was like breaking news right before we got on here that um, her father was removed from the- Conservatorship. Conservatorship, yeah. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. And, you know, I, I can't wait to see you in concert. Thank you. I, know. I, love, I love and appreciate that you like the group and all the stories that you guys told with regards to the songs and playing them and supporting us and then coming to see us with new kids. That's that means everything to me. Like I said, myself, my group, we don't take any of this for granted. Like when I thought of this thing in, in college, I was like, I hope one day I can have this conversation with fans. And I certainly didn't think I'd be having them. 25 years later. So mm-hmm. I appreciate you both. I, I, I'm uh, congratulations on this cool podcast. I wish you, you all the success in the world and please have us all on at one point. Uh, yes. I, I, would, I would love for the group to get, get to spend some time with you as well. So that would be same, amazing. same. Yes. And we will see we you, appreciate on you so much. Yes. We Thank appreciate you, you so much. Love Thank you, you so Thank much. You for having me. Yeah. Bye. Bye. That was fantastic. That was great. I talked that in was, circles. That was pretty. Yeah, you did a little bit, but that's okay. Brooke, I get so nervous. <laughs> that was good though. That was great. So what did you think? Like, oh my gosh. 
he's super nice and super like humble and down to earth oh my and, gosh and i, I and i appreciate that i like that that yeah, was nice me too me too i really appreciate it i just and he's a cool guy i was so nervous like i don't i i just hope that eventually i get to be less nervous when i talk to people i don't think that will ever happen um i think it's like ingrained in you i just and that's okay yeah i mean but you you know we started talking about me listening to that song and like i really i really did listen to that every night and i i loved it i love them so it it was just it's really cool to meet somebody that you never ever thought you were going to meet let alone have them on your podcast that's amazing right i'm just i'm well that's just it it. like here here to talk to us right what what is for like our listeners right for our our listeners right what is this life that we lead it's crazy it's crazy it's crazy it it's really it's really fun we Um, are very hashtag blessed we are very hashtag blessed so I'm speechless. So that was amazing. He was amazing. He is amazing. And I I really, I really do want to go see them in concert. Me too. Me too, Brooke. I mean, honestly. Maybe next time he'll put one of us up on stage. (laughs) I want to be pulled up on stage. Oh my gosh. I would die. I would faint. I would. Like I felt you know when i've gone up to meet new kids and, and I, I don't mean to pull new kids into this but you know this is I a mean, new kids 80s 90s what it is podcast um my knees get weak and i'm always so nervous that i'm gonna faint like i'm always so nervous that i'm going to like black out and but you don't be embarrassed you know what I mean? that'd be embarrassing but you don't you're that okay embarrassing yeah so um yeah like, and I apologize to you guys. I'm just going to put this out there for fangirling so much, but it's all real. <laughs> so it is. It's, it's 100% real. You it guys is what it know is. me. You guys that have listened, you know me. You know this is going to happen. Like, it's Jeff Timmons. I mean, he's a nice. Come on now. Gen- he's a nice looking gentleman. I'm he is. Gonna, and I really I'm love his say, tattoo. I really love his 98 degrees tattoo. Me too. I think too. it's cool. I am with his wife on that. I would be like, you yes. show that off proudly. I want his wife to come on the I podcast. Know. I love her already. I know. I don't she even know. It's like a really cool check. Mm-hmm. So we so love you amazing. out there. Yeah. And listen, anybody that, that maybe this triggered a 90 degrees story. Yes. Send it to us at my so-called whatever at gmail.com. gmail.com. Yeah, you know the drill. All the ninety-eight degree stories, please. Yeah, we would love that. And hey, who knows? Maybe we'll get one of the other guys to come on. Yeah, and we'll we'll have them read it. You just never know when it's going to happen. I'm not saying it's going to happen right every time, but you, but never, you just know. never know. It you has happened know. in the past. It has. It has. Joey McIntyre. I took Joey a Facebook. Fatone. I took a Facebook post. Joey Fatone. This happens. Yep. So. so. Thank Send you so much, us. Jeff. We appreciate you. Thank you, Jeff. Listening. And we love you. Yes, we love you. And seriously, thanks for putting up with my fangirling. I appreciate you. <laughs> All right, thank guys. you, guys. Thank you for listening. And we'll be we'll loving see you, you on forever. The, f- the flippity floop. Yep.
Okay. Bye. Bye.